Hi, this is Nathan. Before we get to the episode, I want to invite you to join me on an incredible adventure this November of 2024. I am taking a small group of believers to Turkey, what the New Testament called Asia Minor, for a 12-day Bible study tour of the early church. We'll be studying the book of Acts and many of the epistles on location as we visit ancient cities like Ephesus, Laodicea, Heropolis, Antioch, Pergamum, and many more. If you are interested in joining me this November for a once-in-a-lifetime adventure as we study where much of the New Testament and early church took place, you can learn more by going to deeperchristian.com forward slash turkey. And if you're interested, don't delay. Spots are limited and on a first-come, first-served basis, and a $100 discount is available if you register before May 27th. I do hope you can join me. And again, more information is available at deeperchristian.com forward slash turkey. Now, here's the episode. Welcome to episode 295 of the Deeper Christian Podcast. This is the podcast to help you study God's word, know Jesus intimately, and discover how you can build your life around Jesus Christ. I'm Nathan Johnson, and in today's episode, I want to talk about God's calling in your life. Let's dive in. Over the last several weeks, I've had multiple discussions with people about God's calling in their life. It is really interesting if you start pondering this idea of calling that we are called to something, that we're told in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, to rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. In other words, God has a purpose and a plan, that we're not just some accidental characters that God says, oh, uh, what am I going to do with you? Uh, okay, um, dig a hole, fill it in, dig a hole, fill it in, dig a hole, fill it in. Rather, God has a purpose and a plan for all of us. We are told in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, that we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. That we are not saved by works, which is what Paul says in the verses right before this, but rather now that you are saved by Christ through faith, that we now are his workmanship. And that workmanship is where we get the English word poem. It's the Greek word poema. It's this idea that it's the, the inner reality being expressed on the outside. And there's this beautiful idea that, that we are the workmanship. We are the po poetry of Jesus Christ, that now he has saved us and freed us from bondage of sin. And now that he is sanctifying our lives to be conformed evermore into his likeness, we now have this divine purpose, plan, and privilege to be his poetry to the world, that when the world looks at your or my life, that they should be wowed and awestruck by the reality of Christ within us. Not so much what we are doing for Christ, but rather what Christ is doing in and through us. And we are created for good works, but those works are coming out of that life of Christ. So this is not about, okay, go find some good things to do. And okay, you're, yeah, you got some good things. <laughs> you know? Rather, 
God inside of us through his spirit, the indwelling life of Christ through the Holy Spirit now wants to bring about the reality of his life and his works through you. Well, just in talking with several of these people about the calling of God, I was bringing them back to this passage in Ephesians chapter four. I I really love what Paul says here in Ephesians four. And let me just read you the first verse. It says, I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called. And Paul goes on and says that that calling of how we're to live out that calling is to be done in humility and gentleness and patience, bearing with one another in love and endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. But I want you to go back to verse one and and look at again what Paul says here. He says that he beseeches you. He just is earnest that you would actually live out, that you would walk worthy of this calling with which you've been called. And what's really neat in the passage is that word worthy is this idea of an old-fashioned skill. Uh, you know, you have a platter kind of on, on one side, you have a platter on the other, and there's kind of chains that go up to a middle por- portion. And so you put a weight, a measured weight on one side, and then you put your item on the other. And if they balance, if they are equal to each other, then they're said to be worthy. Well, I think that's really interesting because in the context of what Paul is saying in terms of your calling, he says your calling is the life of Christ. Your calling is Jesus Christ, that we are, as we're told in Romans 8, 29, that we are to be conformed to the image of Christ. And all through chapters one, two, and three of Ephesians, Paul is saying that your position, your life is to be centered and built around Jesus Christ, that you are to be in him and he is to be in you. So as he comes now into chapter four and he's talking about the calling of God in your life, he's not suddenly changing tactics. He's saying that the calling of God in your life is the life of Christ. Now it is true that there is a very specific calling that's mentioned in scripture where it's like God calls you to be a missionary or God calls you to be a pastor or God calls you to be a plumber or a teacher. But the calling that Paul is referring to in Ephesians 4 is the calling of the life of Christ. So regardless of profession, you are called to build your life, to pursue, to diligently go after the life and the person of Jesus Christ. And so if you can imagine, here's the scale. And on one side is the measurement, which is Christ himself. And on the other side, we put you. <laughs> now, I don't know about you, but if, if, I, if I was on a scale and Jesus was on one side and my life was on the other, I don't, I don't think I could use the word worthy because those are not equal. That the life of Christ is so profound. It is so majestic. It is so over the top. There is no way that my life would ever be able to live worthy of such a life. And yet Paul commissions and commands us to live worthy of this high calling of Jesus Christ, which begs the question that how on earth are you and I going to live out the calling of Christ? And what's what's so amazing to me is that the only way that I can live out the calling of Christ in my life is to have the life of Christ within my life. And Jesus supplies everything I need for life and for godliness. Second Peter chapter one, verse three. That, imagine this. Here's Jesus on one side of the scale 
The only way for my life to be worthy of his is that he, through his spirit, is going to have to invade my life. And when his spirit, when his life invades my own, strangely, he makes my life worthy of the calling with which I have been called. I want to firstly encourage you, you have a calling in your life. Now, whether or not you've received a specific calling of, say, profession, whether it's you know a teacher or a plumber or a missionary or a circus clown or whatever, there is a high calling of God on your life, and it is Christ himself, that you have been created for good works. But the only way the good works are ever going to come out of your life is when you allow the life of Christ to produce those works. Now, as I was talking to these individuals about the calling of God, I was as I was looking at Ephesians 4, I told them, I think this is so phenomenal. This concept that Jesus is my calling for, for me is super profound. I, I remember I was graduating from seminary and I, of course, you know, anytime you graduate from, <laughs> from anything, everyone asks you the same questions, you know, like, all right, uh, where are you going and what are you going to do? And Hey, what's your calling? And, and those kind of questions. And I, I had, I genuinely had no idea. And so one day I was just kind of joking around. Uh, this is before I studied the Ephesians four thing, but someone says, well, well, what do you feel like God's calling you to? And I was kind of being cheeky. And I just said, well, uh, Jesus. And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We get that. Everyone's called to Jesus. I said, and it finally clicked in my head. I was like, no, 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 hold it. I actually, that's actually my calling because I, I, I want to press into the realities of Christ regardless of my profession. And it was sometime after that, that one of my mentors was, was, was speaking and, and he just clarified it even more. He said, Nathan, do you realize if Jesus is your calling, your profession may change. And in other words, you know, you may be a teacher now, and then you may be a plumber over there. He says, but, but what's just so glorious about the idea that Christ is your primary calling is that, that your calling never changes. Your profession may change, but your calling never does. And my mentor says, say, say you're called to be a preacher. He says, okay, here you are. Your calling is a preacher. He says, well, what happens if you get cancer of the throat and you're no longer able to speak? What does that say about your calling? But he said, well, but if your calling is Christ and you just happen to be preaching and you get cancer of the throat and you can't speak any longer, well, that that's not a big deal because the calling has not shifted God will just leverage that for his purpose and plan and direct you in another direction because you're still walking in the calling. And that was such a blessing and an encouragement to me because I, I have no idea what God's doing with my life. Now, it, it's true. There are people that God gives clarity to when it comes to direction. In other words, hey, I want you to be a missionary to this people group in this country. I, I want you to be a pastor in this town and to, in this church. I want you to be a teacher. I want you to be a plumber in your community. And, and I love the fact that God gives those kind of callings, but they are secondary callings. His primary calling is himself. We are called unto Christ. And regardless of your profession, regardless of what God has you doing, do you realize that God wants to leverage you for his purpose and plan to declare the wonders of the gospel and the magnificent reality of Jesus Christ. So can I encourage you, regardless of where God has you planted, 
it's so often easy to look on the other side of the fence and be like, well, but if only I could be there. Oh, oh, if only I could be doing that. And yet we forget that God has planted us somewhere and he wants us to be faithful and fruitful right where he has planted us. Now, you might be in a transition season, but regardless of where God has you, would you be diligent to live in your calling, which is Christ? That you're not just looking to the foreign field or you're not just looking to some other profession or some other town saying, well, well, once I get there, then see, you, you, you can't. You can't do that as a Christian. We are meant to be faithful every moment of our lives. We are called to walk worthy of the calling with which we've been called every moment of our lives. So, okay, say you're transitioning to some other state or some other country or some other profession. Well, then right now, wherever God has you planted, live worthy of that calling and trust that in this navigating the transition to another location or a profession that 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 God's going to lead you in all that but you can rest in your calling because that calling ultimately the primary calling is Christ Jesus so i don't have to wait to be called to be a missionary in some foreign country i, I don't have to wait to change locations i can actually be faithful in the calling that God has for me right this moment because I'm diligently pursuing Jesus Christ. I, I am declaring the wonders of the gospel with the people that he has put around me, that, that I am leaning in and pressing in. I'm hungering and thirsting after righteousness. I'm growing in my Christ likeness. He's sanctifying my mind and my heart and my, and my life. And he's leveraging all the circumstances of my current situation to bring about this workmanship, this poetry that is like coming and being produced by the life of Christ within me. So do you know what God's calling is in your life? God's calling is Christ. And, and yes, there are some clarity, some points of clarity in scripture where the will of God is clear, like the first Thessalonians passage, that you are to rejoice always and pray without ceasing and in everything to give thanks. But regardless of whether you have clarity on the profession or the day-to-day -day activities of what you're supposed to be doing, you have a high calling on your life. And that calling is, is Christ Jesus. And you are to walk worthy of that calling. And the only option you have is to allow Jesus himself through his spirit to do something in you that you in and of yourself cannot do. In short, we need Jesus. Well, I hope that's just a simple reminder to both you and I that we need to pursue Jesus that there is a high calling in our life that we are to walk worthy of, and that calling is Christ. And could you just imagine what it would be like in your community, with your family, in your church, at your job, to be the poetry of God in your world, for him to, to do something in and through you that would just declare forth the wonder of who he is, that would just declare forth the grand and glorious gospel, that, that would just declare the majesty of Christ Jesus through your life, and through your lips. Wow, what a immense privilege we have as believers in Christ Jesus. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Deeper Christian Podcast. For show notes of this episode, including all the verses I mentioned, you can find all of those at deeperchristian.com forward slash 295 for episode 295. And until next time, 
know I'm cheering you on and praying for you as you build your life around the one who is our calling, Jesus Christ. See you next time.